In today's class, we're going to be taking a trip to the Red Planet. That's right, we're going to be learning about the colonization of Mars. Do you think you could live there? Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Wiki University, the podcast that dives down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I'm your professor and dean of this fine institution, Kyle Berseth. And as always, I'm joined by WikiU's number one student. It's February, and yet he spends sunning himself on the quad nonstop. Jason Nunez. Well, hello there. Thank you for that lovely introduction, Professor K. And thank you, folks, for joining us once again on Wiki University. And just a friendly reminder, if you want to support us, please feel free to follow us on all social media. Uh, remember to comment, review, thumbs up, like us on wherever you're hearing this podcast. And feel free to share with us a topic that you might want us to throw to talk a little bit more about, maybe a little deep dive into it. And uh, Professor Class is in session. Whoa. Professor K, teach me something. Oh, okay. Sorry, I jumped the gun there. You did. It's all right. Classic. Classic. It's in session. Okay, Jason, would you live on Mars? Uh, yeah. You would? If there's some nice uh, Mars biddies up there, why not? Okay. It's Look, it's all about, it's all about location, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Now, I feel like sometimes this city can get a little dense. There's a lot of people, a lot of cars, too many apartment buildings. Mm -hmm. But you go to Mars, the Mars is your oyster. Ah, that's, that's going to be on the billboards instead of if you lived here, you'd be home right now. It would say the Mars is your oyster. <laughs> Well, like the world is your oyster, right? But it's, <laughs> oh, okay. but the world is this world. But what does the world is your oyster? What does that mean? I believe that means it's yours to do whatever. It's yours to okay. grab a hold. Make what you want of it. Of course. Okay. And, and so it's easier to make what I want of Mars if there's less people there. Unless your skin is on fire and you can't breathe. Well, that'd be bad. But Yeah, that'd be tough. But it's not, I believe, where's Mars? It is the fourth. It's, it's that way. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, back that way. Oh, yeah. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, it is the fourth rock from the sun, correct? Because we are the third rock from the sun. Mm, we are the third rock. I don't know. Because Mercury. If I'm being honest. Mercury is the first. It's closest. I know Venus is closer because I was also reading about the colonization of Venus and it would be a faster trip. Okay, but, but everything has trip. to like align to yes, Depen depending Venus on the atmosphere. Is very hot, hotter than Mercury, I believe. Even though Mercury is closer to the sun and named Mercury, and named Mercury. I don't know about Mercury. I didn't get on Mercury, but Venus. I was a big planet boy back in the day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which I, was Saturn? You I were a, a Saturn boy. I did a diagram and stuff like that. No, I was just like into the oh, planets. Oh, I thought you meant the big planet. I was into the solar system. You were into all of them. Yeah. Like, I Pluto got demoted. Hey, rest in peace, rest in peace, Pluto. Just... Pluto, rest in peace, baby. Rest in power, Pluto. Yeah. What I, is it? An asteroid now? Uh, just a star? Like a, like a, a rock? Like a rock? Like another big rock? rock. Yeah. <laughs> big floating rock. Okay, so you would live on Mars if given the opportunity. If I was able to for the biddies, uh, for the biddies, yeah, for the nice like three titted biddies. I think you're gonna be pretty alone. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yes, I think so. Although I am kind of like scared that, you know, with any new planet, there might be some creatures that we don't really know about. I don't know if you've mm. seen the movie. I believe it's called, not Mars Attacks, but- The Martian. I, I think it's called Red Planet. Or Matt Damon's there. Starring Ice Cube. He was in this uh, low budget uh, Mars movie where it was him and the girl from. I think Woman. you're thinking of Anaconda with no, J Lo. No, it wasn't J Lo. <laughs> no. Now, the lady from Species. Do you remember the movie Species? Uh, I know of it, and it was very sexy, apparently. But, low budget sci fi. It really blew up. Yeah. Um, anyways, she's in it too. And it's like they have already colonized Mars. Mm-hmm. It's already like a thing there. Uh, and there's this train that goes, that arrives maybe like twice a day or something like that. Oh, not bad. And they get stuck there. I know, right? Going to Mars by train? <laughs> yeah. Well, where are they coming from? <laughs> Venus or Earth? Uh, and so they they have to, it was sort of a zombie movie. Okay, in come Mars. on, Jason. <laughs> and it's like, I had fun watching it. But get to the point. The point is there's this secret I'd alien. Be sc- I'd be scared to roam around Mars because the, uh. it is the unknown still. So when you ask, would you live in Mars? It kind of depends. Do I want to be one of the first people? Probably not. I want things to get going. I mean, I guess it's kind of like asking you if you'd live in Wyoming. I get, I'd be a little scared too. Yeah. I'd be, I'll have my reservations. Okay, colonization of Mars is the theoretical human migration to uh, and the establishment of long-term human presence on Mars, which I do, I got to admit, I kind of like because it's like we get a little planet do-over. Right. We've ruined Earth. Maybe we'll learn. Maybe not. But brand new planet, baby. Or what if it's the case where the things that we did here that mm-hmm. ruined this planet, doing it in another planet could help that planet out? I was reading. I mean, there's it's a deep topic, of course, but there's I forget what it's called because I had to delete it from the outline here. But it's basically going to another planet and engineering the entire atmosphere to be livable. So okay. they talked about like, how do we heat up Mars so it's hot enough that the solar, like that the, um, what do you call it? The air gets thicker essentially and adds more protection from the sun, increases gravity. Like it's like crazy to change a planet that much, but we kind of did it in 150 years here on Earth. So you just got to send a bunch of cars, put them on idle, some diesel trucks, See what happens. Some unleaded. Don't forget about the unleaded. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Unleaded. So the... no, we need leaded. We and leaded. Th- throw some lead in that yeah, gas. Speed things up, man. So, okay. So you you mentioned that Mars is not hot enough. Correct. Yeah. So which I just kind of just realized that because it's red. So to uh... me, I always associate red with something that's hot. Yeah. So in my head, I thought like it's too hot. You step you step on there um, barefoot, you got to play the volcano game. Oh, right, yeah. And something might come shooting out at you anyway, some steam, some right. hot steam. But no, not the case. Right, because it's Venus, the fourth rock from the sun. Venus hot, very hot. It's closer hot to the sun. Hot enough to melt lead on the surface. Ooh, unleaded? And unleaded, yeah. Whoa, okay. That's what melted lead is, unleaded. Well, it's, it gets hot enough here where you can fry an egg uh-huh, on the sidewalk. sure. sure. 
That's yeah. got to count for something. It counts for nothing. <laughs> okay, so of course, landers and rovers have successfully explored the planetary surface of Mars and delivered information about conditions on the ground. One of the hurdles of a trip to and from Mars is that it would take 1,100 days or a little over three years. That's to and from, though, which I'm like, that's like going away to college. <laughs> Fast college, too. Like, it's not that long. Three years? You can't do three years. You can do three years. Fast college at Mars High. Yeah, talk to prisoners. Right. We're like, three years. Three years, send me to Mars. With good Solitary. Yeah, with good behavior. <laughs> Probably come back you a little get earlier. to come back, yeah. yeah. Uh, justifications and motivations for colonizing Mars include curiosity, the potential for research, and economic interest in its resources and the possibility that a settlement of other planets could decrease the probability of human extinction. I love curiosity. Just, yeah, what's that thing up there in the sky? I want to check that out. And can we take a hold of it? <laughs> yeah. Can that be the 15th colony is what the U.S. says? Oh, bring third, back the colony. I should say. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a horror film, The 14th Colony. Ah. It's kind of like The 13th Floor, where they just don't put it on there. Okay, so we already covered some of the challenges, but other hazards include radiation exposure, oh, yeah. toxic soil, Ugh. low gravity, Can't forget about that. isolation from Earth, a lack of water, and cold temperatures. Not only that, Solar particle events and cosmic rays can easily reach the Martian surface because they don't have the nice ozone barrier or whatever atmosphere we have here on Earth that burns stuff up. Wait, Martian up. surface? What's Mar? I thought Martians are aliens. No, Martian. It would describe anything on Mars. So people on Mars would be Martians. So it's when like, they say uh, Martians, Bulgarians or. Americans. So when they say Martians, that's like specifically a species or an alien from Mars. Well, no. It would be like Argentinians. That's not a different species. It's people from Mars or something from Mars like Argentinian cuisine. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If there was, before we got there, yeah. if we go there and we find out there's whatever species, species. or even if it's human, yes. like- they they're alien because they're alien to us well yeah they can breathe yes. a different air they can survive in a different right so they're aliens yeah but specifically you a marsh so specifically a martian is an alien from mars that's a great question because like do you call a a tiger from india indian no you call it a bengal tiger so i don't know I, I, you know, the aliens from Mars probably have something that they want to be called. Kind of like when... Uh, like they? Yeah, they, them, <laughs> he, she. You know, we'll let them decide. Um, It's probably kind of like, uh, like countries. No, it's nothing like this. There's no life on Mars. I'm sorry, Jason. Well, all I'm saying is that I grew up thinking that like Martian... Yeah. Is another name for an alien. Sure. Oh, there's a. Martians have landed. Aliens yes, have landed. But that's from sci fi. That's fictional. That's been made up. We're, we're living here in the real world, Jason. What? Yes. Well, on uh, Mars. So I'm just saying, you're explaining to me. So, Martian 
is the proper nomenclature for anything that's from Mars. Or on Mars currently. Yeah. Or no, not living. The Martian surface. Oh. Which okay. is what how you got on this. Okay. That, yeah, that was that was it. I was just confused because growing up I thought Martian yeah. is the equivalent of alien. Well like that was in fiction. They called them Martians, of course. Like the little green guy on right. on the Flintstones, yeah. I think, was Martian. Kazoo or something like or, that. Or who's the guy from Looney Tunes? Martian. Same guy. Mar- no. No? He didn't no. cross over? I don't think so. But Martian, uh, not Martian Marvin, Manhunter. Marvin, Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Yeah. So he's from Mars. Yes, in this fictional world. Yes. <sighs> all anyway. I'm, all I'm saying is that I thought... And I could be wrong. Yes. Apparently I am. (laughs) Yeah. But I just thought alien was just another word, or a Martian was just another word for alien. Sometimes as more knowledge comes into our brain, we have to change things. Like Pluto is no longer a planet. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. sorry. Sorry. Mr. K, it hurts. New knowledge, it hurts. I know. You got to push out the old stuff. Solar particle events and cosmic rays can easily reach... The Martian surface. Now, cosmic rays are high-energy particles or clusters of particles that move through space at nearly the speed of light. So they're crashing down there. And then solar particle event is basically radiation exploding off of the sun and getting to the surface of Mars, the Martian surface. Atmospheric pressure on Mars is far below the limit at which people can survive without pressure suits. Habitable structures on Mars would need to be constructed with pressure vessels similar to spacecraft. Not only that, the atmosphere is toxic. Uh, Most of it contains carbon dioxide. It's also thin and doesn't filter out ultraviolet sunlight, which can cause instability in the molecular bonds between atoms. Cancer. Great tan, though. Great tan. Horrible cancer. (laughs) Horrible cancer. Uh, the surface gravity of Mars is just 38% that of Earth, which could potentially cause muscle loss. Oh, no, so, I'm out. I know you're out. I'll tell you who's in, though. Like, 90s heroin chic models. You Tans are in on Mars. Right. No muscles. You're just super thin. We need to get Calvin Klein on Mars. Mm, a Marky Mark. In his underwear. Yeah, he's buffed up though. What man. if he Marky Mark goes up there and he plants his underwear like a flag, <laughs> and now it's now it's a Wahlburger. It's a, oh really the first Wahlburgers <laughs> in space. Yeah. What if? <laughs> I'll go ahead and munch on that. Okay, now here's the benefits of colonizing Mars. Like with Jason. everything, cons and pros. That's how most people say it. Mars has a surface area that is 28.4% of Earth's, which is only slightly less than the amount of dry land on Earth. So, manageable size. We know how to handle. We know how to ruin a planet that size. Yeah. We can do it. Um, Mars has seasons, much like Earth, though on average they last nearly twice as long because the Martian year is about 1.88 Earth years, despite having a similar rotational period, so less birthdays. While Mm -hmm. generally colder than Earth, Mars can have Earth-like temperatures in some areas and at certain times. However, 
I looked that up and like the high is 32 degrees. The Ooh. high is freezing. That's not that I've gotten used to this Mediterranean weather that we have here <laughs> yeah, in LA. The nice I ocean breeze. I don't really feel so keen on leaving that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, don't hop on the spaceship just yet. Um, conditions on the surface of Mars are closer to the conditions on Earth in terms of temperature and sunlight than any other planet or moon except for the cloud tops of Venus, which again, Venus too hot but you go up in the clouds of venus it's a pleasant like 70 degrees oh so maybe we build like a spaceship a floating island of sorts that's a hundred percent what is in the pictures what what's in the pictures you know the pictures of uh what how people think they can live in the cloud tops of venus right in sort of uh what is it called avatar-esque type of floating um Islands. I don't remember Avatar, but yes, like exactly. a floating island, basically. Floating island, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A floating exactly. island, highlands, and and we're flying from little island to island. Seems kind of nice. I hope there's a Chinatown there, because <laughs> uh, if I know anything about building things fast and efficiently, there will be a Chinatown up there. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, humans have explored. Parts of the Earth that match some conditions on Mars. The best comparison I can give is if you were on Antarctica, but up 114,000 feet in the air. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's an Antarctica I don't want oh, as my as family you member. started that <laughs> sentence, I thought, please stop talking. Please don't say that. So it's chilly. It's chilly to say and, the least. Uh, and the, the pressure, most. the pressure is tough too. Is the pressure high in Antarctica? Well, if you were at one hundred fourteen thousand feet in elevation, I mean, to give you a sense, I think Everest is like twenty seven thousand feet, and people are breathing in the oxygen tanks up there. So, what's the highest mountain you've climbed? Mm, probably fourteen something. I don't know. I'm not sure. But you, do you climb, climb, or is this like for skiing? Yeah, climb, climb. You climb? Maybe, you maybe more climbing? like 12,000. Maybe Southern, oh, maybe the one in Southern, maybe Mount Baldy. Maybe that's like 12 or 11. And that was like a climbing, climbing? Yeah, I mean. And by climbing, trails, like hiking. Trail. Trails, yeah, Got yeah. It. I'm not uh, going up rocks and You're stuff. You're not free-soloing it? Yeah, not free-soloing it. Okay. What's the highest you've climbed? Uh, the Overlook? You've been out to Colorado. You've gone up something high. I guess, but not. I, I mean, know. you start at pretty high. So. See, to me, right. So, to me, mountain climbing and stuff like that, it's something where you either climb or you like trail up a mountain. I don't think I've ever done that. Like, that's like notable. You haven't trailed up a mountain? I wouldn't call it a mountain. No. <laughs> okay. Or should I have? I don't know. I Maybe don't know. at this. Am I, I missing idea. out? I'm 35. I, should I invite I you to hike Baldy with me? When? Like two or three years ago in October, two years ago, I'll say. And you said, ah, I just don't think I'm in shape enough to do it. I probably wasn't. I mean, but back now I have my uh, cholesterol is 125. I can do whatever I want. You got to get out there. Just load um, me up full of bacon grease. <laughs> I'll put it at the top so you have something <laughs> to reach for. I'll be down to climb that, though. Okay. Let's do it tomorrow. Human survival on Mars would require living in artificial Mars habitats with complex life support systems and water on Mars is scarce and being made mainly of water, a human being would die in a matter of days without it. 
But there is water on Mars. I believe they found ice, yeah. So it might indicate that... Life. There, yes. Where there's water, there's life. The rest is just details. Right. Yeah, put it on a t-shirt. What is that, the, the cart? <laughs> yeah, the cart. As with early colonies in the New World, meaning here in America, economics would be a crucial aspect to a colony's success. Given its size and resources, this might eventually be a place to grow food and produce equipment to mine the asteroid belt of the solar system. Did we not learn anything? I mean, I feel like we got in the coal mines right off the bat, and once we did that, it ruined our atmosphere here. But like you said, maybe it'll help. That's what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is that maybe we like we dig in so deep that it releases some sort of gas or or, or whatever it may be, molecules, cells that mix with the atmosphere that is in Mars currently, and it creates it into a livable source. Jason, for us. if I didn't know any better, I would think you're a scientist. I'm a little bit of a scientist because one of those other theories of changing the climate was like ricocheting. Something off of like an asteroid that's heavy in ammonium, and when it hits the surface, the ammonium escapes, and it changes some molecular molecular composition of the air. I'm telling you, I'm a scientist. <laughs> You're a scientist. So the economics here, uh, Mars is closer closer to the asteroid field, which surrounds the solar system. Meaning, asteroid field like it has more chances of getting hit by an asteroid. Well, I think, I don't know. It just goes in a circle or something around the solar. So I don't really know. But there's an asteroid field. And because it's closer, that has the potential for mining the asteroids. One oh. asteroid in particular, known as 16 Psyche, could have over $10,000 quadrillion dollars worth of minerals. Whoa. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. This, this is reminding me of like Armageddon. They send, they send the drillers up there now for a different purpose. We need a lasso. They, <laughs> but they, they're there for a different purpose to blow it up. But they go up there, hit up that rock drill. Then you know it's a new cash flow. Cut back to Wyoming. There's a guy on a horse lassoing cattle. And there's like a bunch of government agents driving up. They're like, we heard you're the best lassoer around. You think you can lasso an asteroid? Yeah, no problem. Sure can, but Just I get to pick my tea. men. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cut to montage. He's got his horse on the, on the ship. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, another thing is some early Mars colonies might specialize in developing local resources for the Martian consumption. So they are calling people Martians if they live on Mars. All right, Such let's as, get off the Martian subject, okay? Because we already fought. <laughs> Such as water and ice. So immediately the economy is survival. Another main inter-Martian trade good uh, during early colonization could be manure because they would need it to... Manure? Like shit? Yeah, they'd be bringing poop. And okay. Astronaut shit? Well, I think the astronauts, if they only ate veggies and non-dairy, non-animal products, then they could use that, I, I assume, potentially, I for fertilizer, but probably not enough to change the soil. But good start. Um, 
Okay, so it's unforeseen how the first human landing on Mars will change the current policies regarding the exploration of space and occupancy of celestial bodies. I don't know if you know this or not, I didn't. In 1967, the United Nations Outer Space Treaty was written up and signed, and it was determined that no country may take claim to space or its inhabitants. When was this made? 1967. So So Wahlberg, I don't know that he'd be allowed to plant his flag, but he's not a country. So when did we go to the moon? Like 1969, I think. Okay, so I think because like we were so like we were so close to going and uh, achieving that, yeah, and things were happening so rapidly, yeah, like with technology, yep. I feel like their fear was just like, oh shit, in like five ten years, everyone's gonna be you know flying their car into a different planet and just trying to plant their, their flag, plant their flag, put their uh, family name on it, their family undies, and so they were just like, you know what, just let's we can't we no one. If we can't, if the U.S. can't have it, or the United UN, Nations. Then, well, I think it's probably Russia because Russia wasn't part of the U.N. Nor is it still. Right. So they were probably like, "All right, we'll we'll team up." If the Russians get there, it's almost like, "Hey, we call dibs." Yeah, they were just trying to prevent people like being like, "Hey, that's my planet now," which you know. I can Seems see why. Seems a little unfair. I can see why, though, but at the same time, it's like they thought things were going to move way faster than actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, you can pay some company to name a star after you, and it's like, that's my star. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I also think, is that that's bullshit, right? It's got to be For bullshit. sure, yeah. You just point to the sky. Yeah, that's your star. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Lizard birthday's coming up. Maybe I'll just do that. <laughs> what a waste. Like, not a real thing. No, not a real thing. Like, I'll just print out my own thing and then just be like, yeah, you see that one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's like, the sun? <laughs> That's yours. That's yours, baby. <laughs> what if no one claimed the sun yet? I should check that out. You sound like a, uh, like an evil guy in a superhero movie. <laughs> Okay, so since the planet Mars offers a challenging environment and dangerous obstacles for humans to overcome, the laws and culture of the planet will most likely be very different from those on Earth. And with Elon Musk announcing his plans for travel to Mars, it is uncertain how the dynamic of a private company possibly being the first to put a human on Mars will play out on a national and global scale. Not only that, there's Richard Branson, in his lifetime, he's, Virgin, Virgin Galactic. That's right. He said uh, he's determined to be part of starting a population on Mars. I think it is absolutely realistic. It will happen. I think over the next 20 years, this is in 2012, we will take literally hundreds of thousands of people to space, and that will give us the financial resources to do even bigger things like flight, uh, like, oh, wait. Do even bigger things, like fight a space war with Elon Musk. <laughs> I feel like he's way off. Richard Branson? Oh, yeah. Right. Similar to his thinking of like, because things are moving rapidly. People are saying 2028. No. People are going to be headed to Mars. That's fine. Touching for, down. That's fine for a visit. Yeah, but, but not. But you're not. Yeah. Similar to how the UN was like, oh, whoa, I, we might have to pull, uh, pull back a little bit because things are moving quickly. I think that's the same, like, 
thought process where it's like, whoa, I mean, we have a computer on this little tiny screen. Like things are moving so fast where like they think, oh, yeah, in 20 years we're going to be living on Mars. It's like, no, we're so we're way off. No, in his defense. Defend him. uh, Yeah. He said literally hundreds of thousands of people to space. We'll take them to space, meaning maybe just a joyride into the atmosphere and they're back and they got to pay $100,000 each for it. And that's going to fund the bigger things. Even that, I feel like it's not that fast. Like, not everyone can go to space. Like, you have to be most built people. For it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of training to go through. I think there's okay, a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of prerequisites that you have to fulfill before your body can actually do such a thing. It depends what they're calling space, because let, let alone mental state as well. But like some people can't, some people can't swim. You don't belong in water. Yeah, I there's don't a lot of people so that. What? So what? I'm just saying, there's some people that don't belong in space. They can't handle that. Well, sure, but look at the hogs that they cram onto American Airlines flights, or better yet, like a Spirit flight, Jason. The ho- you mean Americans? Hogs, the, the <laughs> yeah, Americans. The the freaking cattle call that just gets pushed onto a flight now. Right. These people aren't made for traveling or made to be at 30,000 feet, but they're in a pressurized, comfortable cabin. So they could do the same thing with space travel. I, I mean, I guess so. But it, again, it will take such a long time. Like, for instance, when airplanes were available, it wasn't hogs going in there. I know people were up there casually smoking. It's going to be the same thing. They're going to have double They're decks. There's going to be a lounge. It's going to be like this amazing thing. And they'll eventually they'll just be saying like, come on, cram in there. We got to make as many people go to space as possible. They'll commercialize it and then it'll yeah. be a spirit galactic. <laughs> exactly. That's nuts. That's scary to me. All right, that's the episode. We're done. We can't research any more on today's class, Jason. Folks, thank you so much for joining us once again on Wiki University. And please remember to like, review, thumbs up, comment, leave us a topic that you want us to talk about a little bit more. And also feel free to follow us on all social medias. All this can be done by you and it can be done for free if you want to support us. Yeah, see you in space. be a Martian.